Okay, we are almost ready to start tonight. Everybody feeling good? Feeling good. Okay, 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 okay. We're gonna we're gonna have our same start. You know, I'd like to I'd like for us to think about a new start, a new start, a new start, a different start. I don't know what that's gonna look like though. So I want you all to put your your thinking caps on and see whether we want to do something. After the show. Yeah. <laughs> not today. Not today. <laughs> but think think about what we would like to um do as a new uh, I hate to say a new beginning, but a new different I think you should sing. Than what we've had. <laughs> no, we want to keep our listeners. <laughs> what? <laughs> What did you say, Miss Ruth? I, I think uh, we were saying something about that. We're going. Uh, we're going. We're rolling the credits now, or something. <laughs> Anything is possible. Right? <laughs> For tonight, we will do things as we have always done them, but just okay. kind of put that in the back of your mind. And, and All right. Well, on that note, it is time to roll your open. <laughs> Thank you, Thank you. Alan. Yeah, I, I see I came in to bail you guys out. Anyway, have a great time. We'll talk to you. Welcome to Authors Up. Glad to have you all with us tonight, those who are coming into the program. want to say good evening, first of all, to my wonderful, wonderful co-host. Good evening to Victoria. How are you? Good, good evening, darling. Victoria is doing wonderful. I am fine. How are you guys tonight? My I'm Ron's awesome. girl. Good. I'm awesome. Ruth, how are you? You good? I am good. That's good. That's good. That's good. I see we've already got some people coming in the line tonight. We've got Linda Cooks. Hey there, Linda. Glad to have you with us on Authors Up. And we've got Francina. Francina was been has been our birthday girl. She's been yes, celebrating her birthday, birthday. And traveling in Florida and posting good pictures and all that good stuff. So happy belated birthday to you, Francina. And Miss Leah, hey, good evening to you. You've had a lot of good stuff going on uh, with your universities and things and and uh, getting some training in. Good evening to you. Hey there, Antonio. Glad to have you in the house tonight. 
we were going to have an assignment for you, but so you're, you're off the hook. You don't even know. You don't even know. We have an assignment for you tonight, man. Yes, we did. But we're so glad to see you. Yes, indeed we are. Yes, indeed we are. Yes, and let's no, not forget all. Antonio is here. We are. We are all right. We are all right. So we're going to get started tonight like we usually do. And we're going to do our... Gonna say, Ru Ru yeah, I was going to say, let's not forget all the other viewers and listeners yes. that uh, we have land. out there. Thank you for being here. We're we so grateful for you tuning in. That's right. That's right. Thank you, uh, Ruth, for bringing that back to me because I always forget about our other listeners and viewers out there. But we do appreciate you, even those in other countries who are tuning in. Yes, yes. welcome. We welcome tonight. Certainly do appreciate you and glad that you are here. Um, so let's uh, let's start with our weekend review. Queen Victoria, what, what was going on with you last week? You said you had work. some stuff going on. What was going on? Work. <laughs> work, 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 and more work. <laughs> you, you know, we had such a beautiful conversation last night about this, last week, about the shift. And, you know, I'm agreeing with everything. And I tell you, you know, sometimes, ooh, sometimes it, when you talk about stuff, it just manifests, right? So I had um, a, a big shift coming down the line. Um, where I work, they reorganized yet again. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the fourth reorg in about nine years since I've been there. And um, I will be moving once again. <laughs> okay. To, to a spot that um, I'm not exactly thrilled. Let's just put it that way. I'm not exactly thrilled about it. But I have decided that I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to embrace it. I am not going to say, oh, woe is me. I'm not going to be all balled up and be angry. I'm going to embrace it. I'm going to look forward to professional development that could come from that. Um, okay. Expanding a little bit what I do uh, a little bit. And um, though I might not get monetary uh, compensation right away, I'm just going to be pleasant. I'm going to be myself. And um, I'm just going to be show Jesus when I walk into that new space of mine. That's it. And um, whoo. That's all I can say right now. <laughs> well, you know, we, we talked last week on, on the other program about, you know, don't face it, embrace it. Exactly. So, you know, if you don't look at it, you, and, and you're right, Antonia said, great perspective, uh, the shift. And that shift Thank is you. going to be with us. It's going right. to be with us because no matter what, change is going to come. Oh, yes, mm -hmm. it is. You know, there's really nothing I can do about it anyway, right? Mm -hmm. So why be uh, ugly, you know, about it? I'm just going to, I'm embracing it. Um, it is what it is. And it's part of the reason why I still have like four boxes in my office that I haven't unpacked from the last time. <laughs> <laughs> so actually now it's time for me to go through this stuff before I move mm -hmm. and just clean out and just, you know, make a new beginning. So if you know, you guys know the, some of the changes in my personal life, so why not in my work life too, right? It's it's just it's it. been like right behind each other, one after the other. So I'm like, okay, Lord, you you are ordering my steps for real, for real, for real. I trust you. I trust you, and it's That's all it. in your hands. And and I'm grateful. I'm grateful today. That's I'm not, well, you know what I tell everybody? I'm not in the parking lot. 
You know, I'm not hey, talking about hey. talk a lot means that hey. I'm taking them boxes to the cop. <laughs> <laughs> Antonio said, find gratitude. Count it all joy. Yes, and I am counting it. Absolutely. Good, good, good thinking, Victoria. Good mindset. Good mindset. Absolutely. That was me. That was me for this week. What about you, Miss Ruth? What's on your agenda? Uh, what was on your agenda last week? What's going on with you? Uh, well, I had the opportunity. Uh, my cousin reached out to me, who I hadn't seen in about 40 years. Oh, wow. And she was um, driving through Raleigh. And she's like, can we meet? And I was like, yeah, sure. So <laughs> I, it was, I mean, my schedule had been... Um, I had set my schedule like weeks ago, but it was perfect. I mean, I was going to be where she was and we just were able to meet. My husband was able to join us. I got to meet Aww. her daughter and it was just really, That's really nice. good. So That's she lives so nice. actually about an hour and a half from where my daughter lives um, in Florida. So we're going to make it a point Ooh. to visit her next month Nice when we go see my daughter. So nice. yeah, it was a really good week. I mean, Work is busy, but that added just a nice layer of um, awesome to it. So, yay! That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. What about you, Andrea? Uh, Look at all spiffy over there. Look at her. Look at her. <laughs> nothing to report. <laughs> I, have, um, I have no no bad news. I have no. Um, particularly monumental news. I am still here and I'm glad about mm -hmm. it. Um, then you mm -hmm. go to someplace exciting Friday night? Oh, see, you know what? That's why it's good to have friends because they remember what you do even when you <laughs> don't remember what you do. I'm like, um, excuse me. <laughs> yes, I did. I got to cross something off my, I don't want to call it a bucket list, but you know how some things that you want to do if you only do them once. I, I had all, always said that I would like to be in... Um, a T.D. Jakes conference at least once. And I got to go when he, um, I think it was his last uh, singles conference that he did. And it was in Greensboro. And um, Donald Lawrence was there, who was one of my favorite, favorite artists. And uh, T.D. Jakes was called away. And instead, Juanita Bynum spoke, whom I just adored and it was life-changing it was truly life-changing for me and i enjoyed it so much and and one of the things that i had always wanted to do was be in the atmosphere uh of a um uh a benny hen really yes because there is a sound yes uh, that follows him and and yeah. although he is gathering people from whatever location that he's in it's always the same sound and i wanted to be able to experience that and i was able to and i had uh ended up having tickets like on 20th road just center just center and he Ooh. preached about the anointing and i'll never ever forget it life-changing life-changing well i love kirk Franklin. I love Kirk Franklin. And when I used to, when I first moved here and I would ride to DC on the weekend to see my mm -hmm. parents, my time was timed based on the things that I listened to. Yes. 
So it was a CD by him, a CD by Donald Lawrence. Okay, I, I, a preacher word <laughs> in, in New York. And I said, okay, I'm 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 coming into to Richmond, Virginia now. I'm you know yeah. halfway there. Uh, so I've always wanted to do that. And here comes the Maverick City tour with Kirk Franklin, and I was able to, thanks to the bishop of our church, I was able to get a ticket, and I was able to be there, and let me tell you, the atmosphere was phenomenal. Oh my goodness. Phenomenal. Um, I, I, of course, enjoyed the music, but to see people working on their knees, Mm. On that concrete, mm. in between the rows. My God. Can you imagine? You know what amphitheaters are like, and you know how tight the seats and the rows and things are. Yeah. But to see people go down on their knees on that concrete and just worship, Ooh. just worship. I tell you, it, it was another experience, life-changing. I will not forget it. Uh, it is, you know, in my book, and and I'm just grateful, grateful, grateful that I had the opportunity to do it. Now, if there is another concert at the Coastal Federal Credit Union Amphitheater, honey, I think Jesus may be coming back because <laughs> I got every step in that I had not gotten in for the last month. <laughs> okay. Woo. I tell you that 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 parking lot to the to the theater and the line and the this and the that. But you know what? I had a choice. I could focus on that. Right. Or right. like Antonio was saying, and you were saying, or I could be grateful yeah. that I had the opportunity to be there at all. Because you right. know my month before and health and all those things that had yes. been happening. So I am I am just grateful, grateful, grateful that I had the opportunity to be in that that atmosphere. And my daughter was teasing me. You know, we heard the first three notes uh, of Hosanna. Uh -huh. like, mommy, mommy, that's your song. That's your song. And I was like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. <laughs> I was like a two-year-old. <laughs> so I was watching her live. Um, she was posting a live. She had a ball. She was singing all the notes. I had a good time and I didn't even go. Hell yeah. We felt like I felt like we nice. were the backup singers in the choir because everybody was so familiar uh with his music and it was just like surround sound. I mean, the sound was just all over everywhere. Beautiful. And it was really, really an awesome experience. And I am I am whew, yes, thank you, Victoria, for for reminding. Oh, uh stop it, Antonio. You okay, we have all the way. <laughs> We might have to take a little break. You'll be looking around saying, what happened to Andrea Hines? I'll be running around this room. Yes, I will. I ain't shame. I'll do it. Yes, I will. Well, speaking of reminding, um, don't we have a book bundle to talk about? Yeah, we do. Well, we, you know, uh, looking at our and time. I haven't forgotten that. I'm looking at okay. our time. We need to bring our author on, don't we? Yes, we do. But our book bundle <laughs> 
because that is a moment to say for those of you who are listening and watching and can comment, when you put your comment in the comment section, you will be added to a drawing and that drawing will make you eligible for a book bundle of five books and a mug from Office Up. So be sure that you stick with us this month because the winner will be announced on the first program of next month. So we don't have far to go and uh, we want to make sure that you are participating in that. Okay. We got everything in we're supposed to have in. I think oh, so. Okay. Here we, go. Here we go. We go. We go. We got a wonderful guest with us tonight. She has been with Authors Up before. We love her. We yeah. love her writing. We love the things that she shares with us. Her name is Shatara McDougall. And Shatara is a native of Jacksonville, North Carolina. She is the only daughter of the four children of the late David and Barbara McDonald. McDougal, I'm sorry. While growing up in her hometown, she was very active in her home church, doing work, in her academics. Her academic achievements led her to her attendance of UNC Chapel Hill. She has called the Raleigh-Durham Chapel Hill area her home since 2005. To date, she has achieved many accomplishments and achievements one of the proudest being the start of her makeup business, Just Face It, I love that name, Just Face It Makeup Artistry by Shatara LLC, and that was in 2013. Added to that list has been other businesses and creative ventures, completion of her pursuit of aesthetics certification and licensure, and as of last year, a self-published author. Yes. <laughs> Chitara's first book was released on April 1st, 2021, and is entitled Broken Crayons Still Color, But What Made Them Break? Her newest book, Sis Get a Grip, released on February 10th, 2022, and is a prequel to her third book, which is in the works. Chitara considers herself to be quiet and introverted by nature, yet has a sincere desire to help others through the transparency of her testimony and life stories thus far. Being a creative and lover of all things beautiful and expressive, she finds joy and achievement in helping others see and realize the beauty that lies within and outwardly. Shatara has been with us before, as we stated, and we are excited indeed to welcome her back and find out about this book, her latest book, Sis Get a Grip. Well, after a short break, you're going to meet and talk with Shatara McDougall. Welcome, Shatara. Oh, thank you. Thank you. 
We are so glad to have you on the program. Welcome back. Thank you. All right. So tell us about your new book, Sis Get a Grip, Act Like a Lady for Real. I have to say while I was reading it, uh, it was uh, reminiscent of those etiquette books from like the 40s and the 50s. But, (laughs) you know, that's not what it's about, is it? So. No, (laughs) it's kind of like, um, I don't know if I want to, I know this is not a word, but an unetiquette book, Um, (laughs) but it's like, you know, it talks about like the way I was raised, I was raised with, you know, the, the etiquette of everything. I'm often joked. I'm like, you know, I was raised to be like a first lady. So I was raised, you know, my brothers, I have three brothers, two older, one younger. Um, But me, it was kind of like the structure, the, you know, do this, act that way, very ladylike, things like that. Um, To know me is I I still act like that in many ways. Um, But this this book, excuse me, um, like Miss Victoria was saying, like life happened. And it was like, you know, some things it was just like it was like a self-realization of a lot of things. Um, And it was just like, I know I'm not the only one going through this. I know I'm not the only one that's like clueless and like Shatara, like wake up. So like I was writing to myself, but I was sharing it with others. Mm -hmm. So that's really what this book was. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, um, you know, like we said, stated before, you've been on our show before. Uh, we've changed since then going from internet radio to internet television. What's changed for you? Tell us about your journey since you were last here. Um, um, my journey since last time, um, my first book was written out of, I don't, it felt, I feel like it was survival. Um, it was on the heels of survival. Um, I talk about it even in my new book or whatnot, um, that I, you know, I had contemplated committing suicide because I just I had really gave up on a lot of things and it was kind of like, what's the point? Life hurts too much. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, So since then, major through the help of God, um, also through therapy and, you know, things of that nature, a lot of self-care and, um, you know, again, self-reflection, like I'm, I'm in a happy place. Um, Everyone that knows me that knows I'm like big on if it disrupts my peace, it has to go. Like, I'm just, I'm not dealing with it. And I don't feel bad for saying no. I don't feel bad for setting boundaries. Um, and so I'm at a place where I feel like I'm living life and not just existing. Um, so it's, I'm in a peaceful place and I'm able to say no to things without feeling bad. Um, I'm able to prioritize myself and it, it just feels good to live for me. Yeah, so that's where I am. Awesome. Awesome. Right. So what was your writing journey like? this time compared to your last book? How long did it take you to write this book? It took a little longer this time because I was kind of, um, I guess it'll make sense to you all, I was kind of conscious of what I was doing this time. Mm -hmm. Before it was just like, it felt like a lot of pain just spilling out. And it was just like, you know, it kind of wrote itself. But this one, it was like, wait, okay, let me go back. Does that make sense? This doesn't make sense. Let me put this there. Let me put that there. Let me take that out. Is that too much? Is Do I need to add more? So it was like a little bit longer because it was like I was critiquing myself and I was like, okay, Shatara, finally stop. This is good. Get it to the editor. Just leave it alone. So I had to learn to be hands off. This right. time. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Who that, yeah, that sound like? Okay. and that is a process that is we we don't get it off the bat so you did good 
Thank you. Um, there was a lot of you in the book. You're transparent. You use your experience to offer hope and alignment. Did that make it easier to write? The editing aside? Um, it did and it didn't. I will say that it did because it was like, you know, I'm just writing. It was like there, there was no filter, really. But at the same time, it was scary because I'm used to being filtered. Uh -huh. um, because of that whole, you know, that character that I was playing that I talk about in the book is like the character came with filters of no, don't say that, don't say that, don't give room for people to assume this, and it was so many things. And then this time it was just like, no, just write. You have nothing to prove. Just write, and that was scary because it was like, how will people take this? Right. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So I made a note, and I don't remember what my comment was, but chapter five. You had a lot of practical encouragement. Work it, girl. Lists, hair, a good wig will always fix a bad day. Come on, there. Come on. Yes. Attire, does Come it on. fit? Sis, does it fit? Hear it in your voice. You can wear white after Labor Day. Sela and amen to that. Um, less is more, unless you want more. Then more is more, but still not too much. Balance even in boldness, my loves. I mean, you have a great voice from beginning to the end. And I think that um, Sis Get a Grip is probably the best title you could have gone with. Um, how did you come up with that? Um, one of my best friends, um, like we were just talking and it's like, I was just like, you know, it's something we would tell to each other, something I say to myself. And it's like, sis, get a grip. Like, what are you doing? Um, that's how real I am with myself. It's just like, get a grip. And I was like, maybe that's too much. And I was like, no, it isn't because it literally was like, you know, reading the book, it's like, you know, and writing it's like, hey, this is really what it is. Shatara, get it together. Because a lot of stuff that I was just, overthinking because I was like a a this horrible overthinker and it's just like stop you're doing too much get it together get a grip so that's it came from the simplicity of that just like you know I think we overcomplicate things sometimes it's like oh just this that 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 it was like just pause and get a grip on life just just pause so yeah that's right and that is awesome advice because I think, believe believe it or not, you're not the only one who overthinks. So <laughs> no. I think we're probably, I, I think we could probably say that all of us here are guilty of that. So gotcha. um, I, I truly enjoyed the book. I enjoyed reading it. I, you know, it, it was good. And I hope that others are able to pick it up and uh, just run with it. So I'm going to hand you over to Andrea. Okay. There are three things that, um, three words, uh, your, your title, Get a Grip, and the other three words that you said was leave it alone, leave it alone. And I think that all of us, is, as we are pointing out the similarities uh, for those who write, having that propensity to overthink, uh, mm -hmm. to, to wonder. And, and when we get in that space of how are people going to take what I'm saying, you often get to a point where you don't do anything because mm -hmm. you're so wrapped up in uh, what you think the outcome might be as opposed to being wrapped up in telling the story and, and, yes, and what the story is and what point you want to make. So I, I, I think your title, along with those, those three words of leave it alone, learn to leave it alone, trust yourself. Trust, trust the story that you want to tell. And you have certainly done that. You have certainly done that. And, and there are some things that, um, that 
uh, I don't know if there's a particular um, chapter uh, that that you want to share in your own words, because I always say, we always say rather here at Authors Up that nobody can tell the story like the author. It's something <laughs> about hearing it from your voice and from your heart. So that's one thing I would like for you to do is to tap into uh, one of those chapters. But I'd like for you to, to talk a little bit uh, about chapter three, mine versus mind. Yes, ma'am. Um, bit of that with us. Okay, and I actually, um, I was reading back through it again today, and I was like, okay, what am I going to talk about? What did I talk about? What am I going to do? What you know, just all the things or whatever. And um, it just, the mind is like, you know, people don't really think about how much we carry around um, of our own stuff. And it's like that weighs on your mind, that weighs on your spirit, that weighs on everything. And, you know, I had to get to a place and I actually just shared a quote from the book on Facebook about, you know, um, caring is, you know, something to the fact that basically caring is OK. But I had to learn to establish boundaries yeah. because rather than taking on my, you know, messing up my mind or having my mind weighed down with my own stuff, I was taking on stuff that didn't belong to me. So I was like, you know, is it just M-I-N-E that, you know, I'm dealing with or is it everybody else's stuff? So it's like, you know, caring became, well, you know, I care, but you know what? In fact, let me take it off. Let's, let me let me take it all. I got it. You know, you be OK because I'm strong enough. It, OK, well, you be OK because I'm strong enough and everybody be OK because I'm strong enough. Um, and after my dad passed, because my dad was a very like he was the, the strong person in our family. So my dad passed. And so it was like, OK, Shatara, because she's just like that. And it's like, you know, I take on my family stuff. and It's like, oh, I'm OK. And I take on my friends. Stuff, oh, it's OK. And it's like I take on everything. And it's like, you know, it, it really weighed on my mind to the point that, you know, like I said, again, going back to the, the whole thoughts of suicide, where it was like it just became too much. And I came to that point where I was like, I have to decipher between and I have to build those boundaries between what is mine to take care of and take responsibility for, because ultimately it's affecting my M-I-N-D. So, you know, just mm -hmm. making that um, differentiation between that. So it's like, I'm not, you know, overdoing too much and I'm not carrying the burdens of others in an unhealthy manner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And don't you get to a point when you are in those spaces that that you don't really realize right away um, right. how much of other people's stuff you have carried. Right. Yes, ma'am. And it's just like, I just, <laughs> it's so amazing. Um, even in like, you know, I, I just sometimes sit back and I, I think, and it's like, you know, I don't recognize sometimes how strong I've been. Mm -hmm. um, and like people will say, and they'll be like, Shatari, do you know that you've all that you've gone through? And I'm just like, I, I was just living life. I, that, I was just doing what I needed to do. And it's just like, you know, sitting back where it's like, wait a minute, I've taken on a whole bunch of other stuff and I haven't even really dealt with my stuff. And it's like, you get to that place and it's like, you know, I realized I was like, I don't even know how to deal with me. I don't know who me is. And it's just like, I can tell you everything and I've helped with this and I've helped with that for everyone else, but I had completely lost me. And it was like, you know, having to put those weights down, like where you saying get to that place where it's like, I've carried the world, but I've left me behind right. and, you know, really get to that place. It's, it's heavy. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, and that was kind of like, again, in the, the place where it's like, it, it took the moment to be like, 
just you're overwhelmed but get a grip again so yes ma'am mm-hmm. and there's something that you were saying because um you said i was just doing what i needed to do you know i was just living life but i think when we get to that place where we can recognize those boundaries and recognize the weights that we're carrying that we don't have to carry is when we really begin to understand that we haven't been living life at all you yes. know we've been going through the motions but yes. but living the life that we want to live for ourselves and doing what we we really need to do uh to be healthy and whole that that takes you to those those three words when you want to go go to that mirror and say sis get a grip get a yes, grip <laughs> yes, that, I, uh, I i loved it and and i love the way you have worked through uh, the chapters that you have and the things that you're sharing uh, with your readers. This is this really, it's basic. And sometimes what seem to be the simplest things are the most powerful things. And, yes, and that's, uh, that is truly what, what I like about it. Like a thank lot about it, but I, thank I you. Like that. I <laughs> thank <really> you. <laughs> Queen Victoria, what, what do you have for Shatara tonight? Well, I love the book. So I'm the first Say, you know, my tagline, get the book, guys, get the book. <laughs> this book is profound. <laughs> um, our girl writes openly and honestly with a sincere desire to help others. Truly, you do. And um, I love the book. I'm from It drew me in um, from the first chapter. I was like, I, I couldn't put it down. I really couldn't put it down. I wanted to keep oh. reading. I so very much saw me in a lot of your book. I really did especially the part about your upbringing. I, I am one of um, four siblings and my mother took us to church. It, it wasn't my mother and my father. It was just mostly my mother at first. But I too was that girl who tried to do everything correct um, because of my upbringing. And I didn't want to disappoint my parents. And, and you know, and, and I love how you write about that and call it the character. I, that was me. <laughs> and how freeing it is when you come to realization that you have to please God. You got to please God. It's not about pleasing your parents or um, being in a role that you think everybody should, you know, how everybody sees you. You uh-huh. got to, to yourself. And that was really freeing. And I, I have been living a better life myself since coming to that realization. So tell the audience a little bit about that process for you. You know, we don't want you to tell everything because we want them to get the book. But that is is a a very profound realization you had uh, about your upbringing. Um, Yes, ma'am, the character. Um, (laughs) I played her so well that I didn't even realize I was playing her. Um, Okay. Became so second nature that it, it took over me. So it was like, you know, do right, do this, do that. Um, I like, I, it's just, I was so like, you know, church all the time and I dare not, you know, disrespect or disregard my upbringing. I love how I was brought up. I appreciate the people that raised me, yeah. all my elders, things of that nature. Um, you know, I definitely appreciate my upbringing um, because it is the core of me. Um, but it was just like, I became so, um, I said that in the book, you know, not to tell it all, but I was like, you know, um, church is the, it was such a great place for me, 
but church really kind of, I won't say the word that I actually use, but church kind of scarred me the most and hurt me and not in the way that people think like, oh, church hurt. I'm like, no, church taught me how to play the part. Yes. Because in church, you're taught a majority of the do rights. And it's like, you know, even early on, it's like, well, do this, do this, do that. And it's like, you know, as a child, you know, the whole respect thing that we're taught as children is don't question it. And it's like, okay, well, if I can't question it, let me suppress my questions and let me just play the part. And it's like, because it goes from just pleasing the people to, well, if you don't please us and you're not pleasing God. So Mm -hmm. it was like, okay, ultimately play this part because I need to please them because I need to please God. And that took me through life because then it became play the part, please the people, play the part, please the people. And now in life, it's like, like I was saying, like, I feel like I'm living for once. Um, like yesterday I was at an event and, um, I was sharing with someone like um, I was with, you know, my in-laws or whatnot. And I was sharing with someone. I was like, I felt like yesterday was the first time that I was actually me because I was I had played the part so much that I was scared to be me around anyone. And yesterday I was me and I was received with love. And I was like, wait, I was completely me. I didn't act a certain way. I didn't, you know, not say a certain thing or things of that nature. And it's like in other arenas of my life, everyone's like, Shatara, you're just, you seem different, but it's still you. And I'm just like, it is me. And I'm learning to love me. And I don't critique myself as much. And I know I shared or, um, I think I shared in the book or I've said, you know, somewhat on social media or whatnot, like how when I was going through my depressive episode and things like I lost 60 pounds and people were like, oh, you look great and everything. I was like, y'all, I wasn't eating. (laughs) It it wasn't healthy. Um, And it's like I've gained a lot of weight back. But now it's like, you know, I'm like, I'm okay with it because I know I'm in a healthier place. Mm -hmm. I know that I'm not depressed. I know that I'm not dealing with anxiety as heavily heavily as I was. You know, I'm taking my medicine. I'm doing the things I need to do. Um, You know, and it's like I even talk about in the book, you know, how I have the relationship versus the religion. So now Mm -hmm. I have this relationship and it helps me to just, you know, not play that part. And it's like just to be me. And it's like, you know, I can look back at the character and be like, that's something she would do. Yes. <laughs> That's something that I'm not doing and I can see growth within myself. And it's like, wow. it feels, I tell my therapist sometimes, I was like, it feels so good sometimes just to drive around and be like, nothing is weighing me down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wait, wait, I want you to stop for a minute. I want you to mm-hmm. say it loud for the people in the back. You love Jesus, right? You I love, love him. I love, love him. But I, Lord, I love the Lord. Who did you talk to? My therapist. Okay. So uh, did the people in the back hear that? You can love Jesus and have a therapist. You can. I have a psychiatrist too. (laughs) All the things. All the things. Yes, ma'am. It's wonderful. I I, 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 I just want you to talk. I just want you to keep talking about your book. Keep talking. (laughs) Is there a favorite part of the book? I know um, Andrea asked you about reading a part of it. Is there a special part that you like? Is there any um, words that you like to tell people about your book or anything in there? Um, so my favorite, I think I have two favorite chapters and they were, I feel like they were the ultimate chapters of transparency for me. Um, and it was really about my religion versus my relationship um, because of, you know, being, like I said, the church girl. Um, and it's just like, you know, even back home, the church girl or people still juggling the church girl. Um, and it's like, you know, I've, I've mentioned before and different things like, you know, I have two older brothers and one younger brother. I go back home sometimes and people are like, 
wait, where'd y'all get a sister from? And my little brother, they're like, is this your little sister? And he's like, no, she's four years older than me. Um, and it's like, you know, I just, I, I was the good girl. I was at home. I didn't try to fight my parents. I was like, hey, I don't like drama, period. So I was like, I'm not even going to try to fight them. I'm not trying to steal the car. I'm not trying to come in. I did, I, I stayed at home and I wrote and I drew and colored and I stayed in the box of safety. Yeah. Um, so really talking about that chapter about the religion versus the relationship and religion really being just, you know, doing everything because this is what you're told to do. Um you go to church on Sunday because this is how you were raised. You do this in church because of this. You do that because of that. And it's like, you know, religion really like tore me up because it. I, I had depended so much on religion that when things happen in church, it's like you forget that the people that you go to church with are human. Mm -hmm. Religion causes you to erase that people are human. Like you you lose the human factor. Yep. And like, um, um. I can't, I can't believe. And then that's the usual church hurt that people are used to because they're basing this on this. You're supposed to be God-like and you're supposed to be Christ-like, but you didn't do that. And if you're not like that, then the rest of y'all are not like that. And it just becomes this, this difference because of, it, because of it. And, you know, I even say, I'm like, you know, people are like, well, people don't come to church because of it. I'm like, no, you are. They don't come because of us. <laughs> we are the church. They don't come to the building because of us. Like, what are we presenting to them? Like, you know, we're presenting this. You have to be perfect. You have to do this. Or we're going to talk about you. And it's like, but we're not even perfect. But we want to admit that because, again, we're playing the characters. Mm -hmm. So um, that chapter was big to me because, again, I was scared. because I'm like, oh, Lord, the church girl is going to talk about this. Uh oh, like. <laughs> Uh oh! Like I wasn't scared for my mom to read it or anything like that. It's like you know the elders that are close, close to me. I know they're like, okay, sharp or something. I was like, uh oh, this. Oh man, they about to say, yep, she's on her way to hell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's bound. So I was so scared to write that, but it felt so freeing to be like you know, and to be in a place where it's like now I have a relationship where it's like you know. People, church and church folks, as I say, they can still get on my nerves, but I'm able to say they're human. I'm human. Right. You're trying. Mm -hmm. And it's like I'm able to go back to my relationship versus going back to this place of religion where it's just like what I assume was supposed to happen because it supposedly happened for somebody else because I was taught that versus this happened for me. This is my relationship. This is how I feel. This is what I know. This is what I live by. Um, so that was one of my favorite chapters. The other one, let me get the, um, the chapter number correct. Okay. Uh, it's chapter seven. Um, girl, you know and you knew. Okay. Yes. Ooh, um, that chapter, <laughs> I was like, I'm about to put myself on front street. <laughs> and <laughs> I was like, am I really going to write this? People were like, because, <sighs> you know, as a woman, it's like, I would never do that. Or I would never go for that. Or, oh, my mm -hmm. gosh. And then being completely honest, I was actually scared to write that chapter because people know my um, marriage. They knew my marriage so much that I was like, if I write this, they're going to think this is about him. Right. And I was like, I dare not disrespect him. Like, I, I let people assume what they assume. But it's like, you know, I have no disrespect, nothing like that. 
nothing. Like, and you know, I let people assume what they assume from that. Take it as whatever you want to take it as. But I was scared for like, you know, I was like, oh my gosh, are they going to think I'm just like a bitter, angry, divorced woman and she's trying to get back at him and he did all of this. And it's like nothing like that. Like I have complete love. And it's like, you know, but I was like, I have to get this off of me because I know that it'll help someone. And then like, even in talking and in conversations with my close friends, they were like, Shatara, you made me feel like I wasn't the only one. And I'm like, no, sis, you weren't the only one. Like, you know, through life, I've, I've learned some lessons. It's like the chapter again is like, girl, you know, and you knew it's like some things, it's not even, people always say they look for red flags. And I'm like, look at all the flags. Mm -hmm. <laughs> look, look for all the flags and everything in yourself, another person. And it's just like right. so many things as women, it's like, you know, initially some things we're taught to just, we're, we're taught the man is a man thing. And it's like, okay but then it's like some things that you know we just we we put up with some stuff and it's like we shouldn't and i know for me it was some stuff like you know in my life it was like okay if i do this then okay just hold on a little bit longer and he'll like me or he'll like me more because of this mm -hmm. or i know it looks like this right now but it can change and okay well maybe that okay okay so make and it's like making all of these excuses for things that i know like like on a on basic level, like you're saying, like, sisters don't make sense. This this right. doesn't make sense. Why are you putting yourself through this? Um, so that was uh probably my favorite chapter just because I laughed at myself. Um let me try to find something exactly uh oh my goodness. Uh let me hold on one second. I'm flipping through the book. Um can you show us, can you show us our viewers what the book looks like? This is the book. I'm Yay! sorry, it's kind of Yes. <laughs> there we go. I love that um, with the roadmap on there. Yeah. Yes, and I actually did um the the graphic design for the book and everything. Um, awesome. yeah, please please don't reach out to me, anyone. No, <laughs> I will refer you, and I know people are gonna fuss at me and be like, Shatara. Um, uh, one of the okay, so one of the things I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or one of the points I made was like, it's because I wrote this chapter from the place of things that I have said or I've heard women say or things that we just, excuses we make right. for men right. or mm -hmm. uh, whatnot. So the, one of the things that was big was, and this was, the Lord had to deal with me because um, I'm not a drop. I'm not a dramatic person. Um, I was telling my mom, like, I get upset because I'm not reactive. Um, I am the type of person that if something bothers me, I'm going to walk away from it. Um, and it frustrates me because I'm like, I should have went off. I should have went off. But I'm like, I don't know how to go off. And sometimes that frustrates me. Mm -hmm. um, and it's a lot of stuff that I kind of just dealt with. And it was like, oh, I wish I would have went off when I had that chance. Right. But I didn't. Um, and I realized that a lot of times I was fighting over guys with other women mm -hmm. when the issue was that I should have just left the situation alone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um, and what I said in here was, nah, she ain't going to take my man. I'm going to show her. So <laughs> what I said, and I'll read this part. It says, if you have to fight over him, you don't need to fight for him. Wow. Ouch. I have literally almost kicked in lights, busted windows and cleared some stuff out over a guy. My daddy would have said a knucklehead. I felt as if fighting another woman over my place in a man's life would solidify my place. That it would prove to him that I had his back. That it would prove to her that he was mine and that I was serious about it. I would whoop tell over it. You know what I proved? That I was immature, insecure, and intimidated. 
regardless of how much I tried to convince others I wasn't, I was showcasing those exact things. If he's making you or allowing you to fight another woman over him, sis, please remove yourself from the situation. If he makes you an option, remove yourself from the list of choices. Oh, and on the other hand, don't be one of the, he really wants to be with me, but he's with you right now, girls. <laughs> Ugh, baby girl, if you have to make another woman feel less than a queen, what are you really saying about yourself? She thought this man felt a certain way about her or that she had a certain place in his life and finds out he's also with you. That isn't anything to be proud of or boast about. It's not a good thing. and You will end up hurting yourself more than you anticipate. Trust me. I've been there. I've been her. However, I'm no longer her. And that's why I can speak to you and encourage you that you can change. Deliverance is available to you. Sis, you know, if he's sharing himself with one, there's probably more. Mm. Sis, you wouldn't want to be the girl on the other side. You know, you shouldn't settle for being the girl on this side. Whatever side you're on, leave it. Walk away and believe that a real, special, personalized relationship that solely has you as the queen you are is awaiting you. Wow. Well, yeah. Get Some, the book. Put, somebody put in the comments, this is essential. That's right. And this is essential. And on that last note, I tell you what. <laughs> If we don't stop here, we're going to be here until next Sunday. Uh, <laughs> I have nothing else to say. And that's the place. Okay, but. That's the place. Get the book. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Where, where can well, they get the book? Exactly. It is on Amazon. Um, you can search my name. You can search the title. Um, it's just my, my first and last name, Shatara McDougald. Um, I think you might have to search in books. If you can't find it, hit me up on Facebook or any of my Facebook social media platforms. There's a link to it. Um, but it is on Amazon. Okay. Good. Beautiful. Okay. Shatara, it has been wonderful, <laughs> wonderful having you with us um thank you on the first time and you were talking about getting into this venture in the second book and we were saying well when it's done let us know so you can come back and tell us all about it and, and you thank, did. You, thank you thank you for letting us know and coming back and telling us thank all you for inviting me again yes thank you this is wonderful it is it is an amazing book yes it is essential it has got nuggets in there that you need to know because we all need to understand we are not alone in these feelings that we have, in these situations that we get into, and in the things that life brings us. So I, I thank you. I thank you mm -hmm. so much, Shatara. Is there a final comment that you want to make before we get off the air tonight? Um, just thank you all so much. And if you get the book, read the book. It's me. And uh, if you don't, if you do know me, it's me in a different way. It's me completely transparent. Just, hey, here it is. Um, but yes, thank you all for having me again. It is a pleasure. Um, thank you so much. If I write anything else, I'll reach out and let you all know. Thank all you. right. Yes, ma'am. But thank you. <laughs> Thank you in advance. Hang in there, Shatara, until we completely close out, if you don't okay. mind. Uh, listeners and viewers and those that have come on the line tonight and who have commented, I am sure, I am sure you have truly, truly enjoyed Shatara tonight. We thank her so much for being with us and for allowing us this time to share in Sis Get a Grip. And I tell you what, you need to get a grip. Just in, if you don't remember anything else, you remember that. Get a grip, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Ruth, do you have a closeout or you, Victoria? 
I'm, uh, I'm just my usual, um, the way Shatara did, just email us, authorsup at gmail.com. We are happy to talk about your book, talk about your project. Uh, you got any questions? We're happy to talk about that as well. We can look at the schedule, whatever it is, authorsup at gmail.com. All right. And so once, once I'm, I'm just speechless, once I, I don't have much to say, but get the book. Okay. And thank you, Shatara, for your honesty, you transparency, too. and I yeah. pray blessings on your book. And I know that it will help. Whoever reads it is going to help that person. Mm -hmm. So blessings to you. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, guys, that is it for us for tonight. We ran a little bit over our time, but it is all good. <laughs> it's all good uh, because uh, Shatara had some wonderful things to share with us. And we are so appreciative of all of that, of all of that. So that's it for us for tonight. You know where we will be next week at 7 p.m. We're going to be right here with Authors Up. And uh, next week is Father's Day. We're still going to be right here at Authors Up. You need to stop by and see what we're going to be talking about next week right here on Authors Up, 7 p.m. Please, please, please join us. This is a, a wonderful platform for our authors and our opportunity to share some things with you. We can't do it without you. So we love you. We thank you. We mm -hmm. pray that God will bless you in a yes. mighty, mighty way. And until next week, this has been Authors Up. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you next week at 7 p.m. Right here. Good night. Authors Up. Good night, everybody. Good night.